What up, though? And welcome to the Happy Hour with Q podcast, episode seven. And today we have a good one. I got one of my nearest, well, you're not near anymore because you're in Chicago, but uh, one of my dearest friends, Abstract Jazz. What's up? Hey, 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 hey. You, how, <laughs> should I be like, should I be like, it's your girl? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to be cheesy, you can. <laughs> I hate that, so I'm not gonna do it. Not on your podcast. So some of my old podcasts, I was like, "It's your boy Q," and I was like, "I, I, I <laughs> didn't like that." But I was new. But how you been doing during this quarantine time? I gotta ask all my guests how they've been keeping their mind together with this all going on. Man, I I'm not gonna lie, yo. Like, I'm a creative person. I'm an artist, but there's only so much creative stuff I can do. I'm I'm stir crazy. I'm definitely like, I need I want to get out. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get out. Now, is it different? Like, I know you. You're not a person that's always out and about. You know, you're introvert kind of, but it makes introverts kind of want to go out. <laughs> That's funny you say that because most people think I'm an extrovert because, you know, I'm very outgoing and all that shit. But really, I am an introvert. You but don't... I don't need this much time to myself. Like, this, yeah. This is beyond my limit. Like, I need, like, maybe a night or a day. And I watch Netflix and, you know, I read a book, or eat ice cream. Uh, this is, this is, this is a lot. This is very, like, this is a lot. This is extensive. And then with you, I know <laughs> just, I've, it's crazy. I've known you since, man. I don't even want to give your age, but I've known you for a very long time. No, nigga, you don't want to give your age. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I mean, I always say my age. I'm, I'm, I'm a young thirty-two, young thirty-two. But okay. I've known you since you was a freshman in high school. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, I know Eons that. You, ago. Yeah, and I know this with you. You don't really like. I'm not gonna say you don't like people, but you don't like a lot of people. So. You know, you. <laughs> I know this. I'm like, like Smokey. Yeah. <laughs> I can't pick my mama up because you know, like a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. You you got your own circle. So, uh, although with the, having your own circle, I feel you. Like with me, I I can't wait to just go out and just be able to be normal. Just be able to walk without having mm-hmm. to think about my health. Think about oh, if I'm catching something, I'm gonna spread it. Like I, I literally went to the grocery store, almost had an anxiety attack. Because everybody was around me, mm. and I'm trying to grab stuff. People trying to dodge me. I'm trying to dodge them. Like it was some, <laughs> like street fighter shit. Like we was like in the aisles trying to like, you know, scout each other's moves out and shit, just to pick out some apples and shit. Like it's it's just crazy to me. You gotta do the Allen Iverson crossover. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> to get by people. So <sighs> this is a crazy time, and I'm glad that you're well you're trying to keep your sanity so i'm glad that that's and this is this is a real bad time for me especially because this is like like basically almost allergy season me too me like too. and i have terrible indoor allergens so like when i am out like doing those grocery store missions <laughs> for food going out to scout food it's like I feel like that meme of uh, Lou Rawls holding in that car. Oh, like, yeah. That's me. Trying your hardest. I'm like, I'm like, it's my allergies, yo. I ain't, I ain't got the COVID, yo. Nah, I'm with you on that. I got severe allergies. 
and my nose was running. Mm. I almost had a heart attack. I was like, oh, shit. You know, I'm over here drinking <laughs> green tea, you know, trying to stay healthy and all that. But I'm drinking it, too, just to keep my respiratory system, all the toxins out. I'm, I'm doing everything. Anytime I feel like a little cough or a little, you know, a little sneeze, I, I'll take some medicine. Now, I don't overdose. I'm not a, you know, a drug addict or anything, but I make sure that I... <laughs> take care of myself because uh, I'm scared of this shit. I don't want that shit. (laughs) (laughs) So so usually um, every episode I took a couple episodes of break of, you know, drinking hardcore liquor, but today I'm back on it. So my drink of the week is this tequila called, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, it's called Vallejo. Um... (laughs) I just, I'm not going to lie, I did any mini money mo at the liquor store about a month ago when I was picking out different alcohols I want for the show. And I asked, I think I just picked that tequila and asked the liquor store uh, cashier, was it cool to get? He said, go ahead, try it. It's pretty smooth. Uh, as I'm drinking it, it's not smooth, but it's okay. I'm going to survive <laughs> this episode. So I'm drinking Vallejo. Um, Jasmine, no, you're not a huge drinker. But I'm pretty sure. Not anymore. No. no. <laughs> you have you had your day in the. In the... Hey, you won, bro. <laughs> Man, thank you. I appreciate that. But um, yeah, I'm drinking Vallejo. So if you guys want to see what I'm talking about when I say it's not smooth but it's good, go well. Be safe. Go pick up a bottle of Vallejo. And then my appetizer. I really didn't even have an appetizer. I had like a main course, but it was like a ghetto main course. I guess you could say I had like sloppy joes today. I don't even know why. It was something easy to make. I whipped it up pretty good. So that's what I'm eating today. Um, later on, we'll do the contest. Um, Jazz, as I tell my guests, you cannot win or enter the contest for trivia because you're on the show. Sorry. Oh, man. Because I give out cash 2020, prices. just pouring out bad luck. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> So we were talking off air and um, in our many discussions, and we talked about the discussion of soulmates. So I want to kind of talk about in your in your own words what defines a soulmate, or if you don't believe in a soulmate. I don't know. I didn't ask you what you believe or you didn't believe. I kind of wanted it all to be authentic. So um, how do you feel about that word soulmate? Well, um, I've actually been like meditating on just like um, relationship and like friendship and like even relationship and friendship with yourself and like with God and other people. And and then, of course, I went down this rabbit hole of like connections and things that we attract and people we attract. So my definition now, because I don't marry my ideas because I might come across some new I don't know updated research and be like okay I don't believe that anymore. Right. but for now um, to define a soulmate is definitely it's kind of deep but just 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 walk with me talk with me okay so okay a soulmate is not just like a best friend or you know or, or like somebody's supposed to marry or, or their significant other like your soulmate is really you and I know that kind of said that kind of seems like cliche, but like I'll break it down a little bit. So you attract people that are similar to you, 
like usually when you start a relationship or a friendship it's like you both have things in common or whatever right Mm -hmm. so it's just you being yourself and then being able to identify yourself in someone else so that is kind of like the basis of like relationships and friendships but based on where you are in your life at that point so like if if you're in a part in your life where you're like at the highest like you, you like you on top of your A game and everything. Like you washing your face every day. You drinking your water. <laughs> like you going to church or you know you like you feel like you good spiritually. Like you know those those maybe at least for me those small pockets in your life where you are just really kind of aligned with what you're supposed to be doing or what you're focused on. Okay. And then in those moments, in those seasons, I ain't gonna preach, but in those seasons <laughs> of life, you usually attract people who are doing similar things um, with their, you know, with their life, rather it be, you know, your career or just your spiritual walk or your financial, you know, you got a new job or something. You usually line up with people who are on that same level and it's not so much just because of who they are again it's you being able to identify yourself in the other person okay Whew, that was a long <laughs> answer <laughs> but i like that so you are you're a firm believer of the law of attraction pretty much yeah but that's not like the soulmate that's the, that's the funny thing about it it's really not the law of attraction like you can't have I don't think you have any influence over it because then you'll sabotage it like it's, it's something that kind of happens just based on your existence it's kind of like breathing like you don't really think about breathing and you just do it yeah. and so like I said as you're in these seasons in your life you don't when you're in that season you don't get it but then if you look back at like a part of your life or like even high school and you be like oh that's what that meant so it's kind of like being able to see your evolved self in somebody else. So that's why I wouldn't say it's a law of attraction, but it kind of is. It's in, it's in the same ballpark. Yeah. So like with me, as when I think about soulmate, I think about kind of the kind of standard definition. Oh, somebody that's meant for you and only you and you're meant for each other. But when I hear you talk about it, it does make sense that that's it it starts off with you first right so you got to make sure that your soul Mm -hmm. is pure and that you're you know going to be right for someone as well and for yourself because you have to literally go throughout life and we learn different things about ourselves like i'm learning stuff about me every day when it comes to me and Mm -hmm. then i look at it like with a soulmate you know they just started learning about me you know (laughs) they they got to catch up Mm -hmm. i'm already you know 32 years ahead of them so they it takes a while for you know that person uh to learn you as well but i feel like once they are able to you know piece things together um being able to read you without having to literally talk to you yeah that's yeah that's what i call a soulmate like i like to win somebody knows something's wrong with me and I don't even say nothing I look perfectly fine but that person could just tell like uh oh Q ain't Mm -hmm. ain't happy or uh, something ain't right and I wouldn't even you know not getting off of soulmates but like with true friendship like you know some of my boys pause you know not no (laughs) what is to say no homo but no (laughs) but it's like my it's 2020 right right (laughs) I'm just joking but some of my true friends like they can tell the tone of my voice and they'll tell me times in life like man when i talked to you that day 
I knew you was down. I'm like, how did they know I was? And that comes from just knowing mm. knowing that person. You guys got that connection where they, you know, each other has that uh, inkling, like when the other person is, you know, something's wrong. So even when soulmates, you got to pick up on body language and got to pick up on habits. Mm-hmm. When habits are not the same, you have to be the first one yeah. to kind of pick it up. I one thing I don't like is when somebody else just picks it up and you expecting your soulmate <laughs> to kind of figure it out but you know it mm-hmm. happens though because like I said they're still learning who you are while you learning who you are mm. pretty much yeah so it becomes a a very challenging thing so let me ask you this as well as far as like soulmates how do you know that someone pretty much is their soulmate is it from them picking up on things that you like or things that without you having to say thing is there more to it um I think it's like what it feels like in the beginning of falling in love um and you know there's different types of love but just that whole feeling because it's new but yet it, something about it feels familiar enough to where you feel um, to where it's safe enough for you to even go further in that relationship right mm-hmm. so I think it's like it's not so much of you just knowing like you you just always you just kind of always knew that this person would be who they you know become over time because of the whatever you know the connection or that that first feeling of falling in love the first time you interacted with that person like every time you connect with that person it just feels like that over and over um and it's organic and it's nothing that you do or don't do to like influence it and that's why i kind of like before when i said earlier about like you you don't even know that it's gonna happen like you can't it's not like you can pick your soulmate like you can pick who you marry you can pick who you date you can pick who you're friends with but you don't really pick your soulmates you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so you kind of just see them (laughs) you can't find them you can't say oh that's my soulmate like they just pop up and you're like okay (laughs) no is there is it possible for a man or a woman like they can be with someone and they love this person this is the person they want to be with forever is it possible for that person not to be their soulmate but just someone they love like you know what i'm saying like like maybe this person does not understand everything that maybe another person in their past do it, because you and that mm-hmm. particular person didn't you know maybe didn't work out or not you know but that person knows you from kind of more than the person that you with it's kind of crazy it sounds like almost like a like you're cheating mentally but it, it just to me sometimes yeah. it, it, it just becomes a kind of a challenging thing mentally like okay i love this person who i'm with but i know this other that my past they know me well it just didn't it didn't work out maybe sometimes that that connection with soulmates is only on a friendship level Um, yeah, I think just being able, it's just like being open enough to explore a different perspective of soulmate. Like, I would even try to come up with a different term, you know, instead of saying soulmate, because it's like so embedded. And, you know, we see the, I don't know, the Reese's or Kisses commercials and the movies, like, and the music. It's just like, oh, this one person, it's like, oh, they're my everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
yeah, it's just definitely possible to be in a relationship with someone as a friendship or marriage or uh, whatever ship, <laughs> um, and that person not be their uh, soulmate. Because again, you know, based off here that I'm not married to at the even the moment, um, you don't have influence over it, so you wouldn't be able to say, "Oh, this person is my soulmate." You know, I need to marry this person or be with this person. Like sometimes your soulmate might not even live in the same state as you and y'all just have like good conversations every three months you know and that's kind of all you yeah. need so i, I kind of think it, it has a lot to do with one your perspective um because then you're then you're placing expectations false expectations yeah. or unrealistic expectations on the person you with because like okay so they're not your soulmate but maybe they are your equal um partner you know what i mean right. maybe they are what you need um and maybe um, a different um, level of intimacy that you have with your soulmate it may not be the same because now it's like sabotage like you you're putting expectations into it you got plans for it you don't really do that when it's um, you know when it's just oh this is a soulmate versus okay this is the person I'm with and I agree it does seem like that will be you know mentally cheating but um Hmm. I don't know. I, I guess it would. Do- you ain't. They don't know, right? So you ain't get caught. No, I'm just joking. Look, I ain't shit. Nah. I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, now nah, that. I'm on. I'm on some bullshit. Get you. Get you. Get a brick to you. One of those. Souls, You're right. <laughs> get my. Get my tire slashed. <laughs> but um, you know when I I when I was younger, uh, I used to. So I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I don't even want to say this because I'm probably gonna get talked about. But when I was, when I was younger, when I was a kid, I used to watch Doug, right? <laughs> and Doug was in love with Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah. And he used to write in his journal how he felt about Patty. So I thought, being a kid, that if I wrote in my journal, that I would find my Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> now, granted. <laughs> So put that on the I, shirt. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, like you know, as far as like when it came to, it just it just happens like that. But as I started becoming adolescence, becoming a teenager, I realized there are bumps in the road <laughs> before you even get to that point of knowing if someone is your soulmate. Because I just have this illusion. It's like if you watch a a, a TV show, a rom com on uh, Netflix, and you'll see how it just happened so beautifully and I thought about it I'm like man it might really do happen like that but then as I experience life that shit don't go like that all the time and I think like you said expectations you, it's, I think sometimes with, with women, some women and I mean of course men too but a lot of times women kind of sabotage their own relationship yeah. I think because that's they why, think of Prince Charming like even, even be open to changing our perspective of this person i haven't created a term yet i'm gonna i'm gonna do that (laughs) um but like even even i guess i can say it's so powerful like if it's an energy or frequency um to where a point in time or a longitude latitude where this person would pop up in your life right like even Mm -hmm. wanting to find that person could sabotage it because now you're conscious of it when you move now you're um you know accommodating it you're open to it happening but if you're just like okay it's gonna happen and it just happens or 
Uh-huh. Then that's what makes it so much, you know, special compared to if you see somebody at the club or you met this person at work and there was like this build up. You don't really have a build up, at least from my experience and, and my point of view. I don't think that there's like a build up or steps to uh, figuring out who your soulmate is. I think they just like pop up, and I think they also leave sometimes. Like I think, uh-huh. I think you can have like multiple soulmates even. Sometimes you not you might not be ready for that. Yeah. A lot, a lot of times you meet people that you know you have to kind of be real with yourself. Maybe I'm not ready for this person at this point in my life because I'm not you know I don't have myself together. I'm not talking about like financially or materialistically, but you know mentally, your my mental health is all messed up. So how can I give this person anything? Or I I'm thinking about the I got a lot on my plate mm-hmm. and this person comes along it's the right fit but and it could be a possible uh attraction or you know like a soulmate but you know you got to get yourself together first if you're not ready if you all messed up and you trying to love someone you you're gonna create a big disaster hurt people hurt people <laughs> yeah hell yeah and that's why i say like when you when i said yeah you're in the ballpark of like the law of attraction because like if like you said if you're in that point in your life and and then your soulmate shows up and you're not ready you're not even gonna be open enough to allow this person in and recognize that where you are right now doesn't determine their existence they're here and so like i think when we like i said usually when we are feeling better about ourselves we're not really worried or doubtful about things that's usually when people come out of woodworks like you could be single don't know about your phone dry you know <laughs> people ain't returning right. text back you know the first date was good and then it was just where are they now and then it's like you know you settle down with someone or you get married or you even decide like you know what i'm just gonna focus on me they come all out the woodworks <laughs> yeah, like, always when they know you happy yeah they just want to come through like nah man i'm good over here i'm happy and i think I that's mainly it. because we think that we can fix people and we don't even take time to fix ourselves like that is i gotta take a shot for that (laughs) yeah you you absolutely right and that's been my uh we call it like your your achilles heel and what i mean by that that's like my issue like that's my biggest problem is trying to fix things about people and that that comes in friendships Mm -hmm. relationships that can even come with family members oh yeah definitely (laughs) right i try to fix things that literally i'm not able to they have to do it for Mm. themselves they not even do it themselves they gotta know that it needs fixing that's a whole nother step you know that's crazy step one is like oh shit i need fixing then step two is like okay let me fix it like some people don't even know and some people don't even want to do that though that's Mm. you know you can't have that attitude. You'll you'll be alone if you go around in life and thinking that you have no self. You don't have to have any repair to yourself. Mm. Everybody has to do that. You know? Yeah. But you have to be willing to. You have to be willing to take criticism. You have to be willing to understand, um, especially when you're in a relationship or when you're uh, you're dealing with someone and you want to make this thing forever. You want to get married. You want to. You want to make this. You know the person you die with you got to be able to let them tell you what's wrong with you 
because the worst thing is is to have somebody off the street tell you man my granddaddy used to tell me he's like i bet better for me to tell you than you get out in this real world and some of these people tell you you know he used to be on my head and i didn't it really didn't hit me until as i got older had children and it really hit me like you gotta i i love you too much not to not tell you Mm-hmm. If I didn't love you and I didn't care about you, shit, fuck you. Go do what you do there. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> hey, that's how you divide them right there. <laughs> Man, I got to. I stopped being closed mouth if I don't really, if it's something that I'm not really too fond of. I mean, I say it in a polite way. I, as much as, you know, things get, can get heated, but literally, you got to have that, uh, you know, whether it's your, you know, your soulmate or your, you know, your partner, you got to have that relationship where, hey, hey, I don't like this. Hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Hey, can you stop this and have a conversation? I think we so quick to to uh, get validation from others. Like, oh, this person mm. did this to me. You know, and instead of like, well, did you talk to this person yet? Did you mm. talk to your partner? We, I think we kind of do that so much. Now, me, I'm to the, I get to the point where if I, I had so many conversations, then yeah, I'll go to my friends. Like, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> But, you know, I literally try to go to that main person first and be like, hey, because you don't want to lose someone, especially if you you find that person could be possibly your soulmate over communication. You don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about like. Like, again, I'm kind of just because I'm just like basing this off my like experience right now. So, like, check in with me like six months from now. I might like have a whole totally different like point yeah. of view, but I just be different. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, like in May, May 27th, be three years of being married. Um, and let's just say I kissed a lot of frogs before I got to that point. Um, but it's just I will crazy, co-sign I never, on that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of frogs. I mean, a lot of frogs. But I, I mean, I say that to say, like, I I didn't search for him. I didn't like. I wasn't checking for him. Like, he kind of was like always just there in the background. But because I was like being a control freak, and you know, at that season in my life, to where I'm like, okay, I want to be with this person, and it's like, then you start to like tolerate you know certain stuff mm. just for the sake of this other person adding something to you that's why i was saying about like fixing yourself first because now you're mm. making this person responsible for you know your fixing which is not something you should you know do going into any relationship like that's why mm. nobody can complete you like that's not good and so when i wanted all these other people or somebody was into me and I wasn't that into them um I realized number one that friendship was always like like the foundation and when you think about soulmates when we were speaking about earlier like that person knows when something is up with you or when you lying or you know like they know you yeah. without even words um, uh-huh. and that's something you can't like influence like you can you can have known someone for a very long time and you know about their characteristics um but like you said this person is still going to this other person to speak to them because they speak a whole different language like they say best friends have their own language like yeah we got. i mean that's like to me that's it's so um 
it's so more complex than us just like I don't know condensing it down to use the word like soulmate I like I think it's like really a whole nother bigger concept than than our brains are able to understand at one time okay so let me ask you this um well I won't say soulmate but just because you've been with someone for a very long time or you've known this person does that like do a lot of you feel like a lot of people default relationships what I mean by that is that okay well we known each other for so long so we might as well or uh well we've been together and we don't really like each other but everybody else get married so let's just do it you know <laughs> it's been 10 12 years we might as well do it and I see a lot of that in my timeline like I felt like 2018 and 2019 and I'm not a cool movie because Jazz I know you're you're happily married and you do your thing and you know you do your thing mm-hmm. so you know as far as like showing your partner I do my thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me yeah you show your partner respect and, I, and that's what I, I admire you about but uh, I see a lot of, I feel like, although it's not a bad thing, I feel like some people are just getting married just because they want to put pictures on social media. They want to have quote unquote relationship goals. And I feel like this is all just like default. Like this is just something yeah. that you guys are just doing just to be doing it because it's the cool thing to do, you know? And I'm like, it should, marriage shouldn't be like that. It's, marriage should be cool. Uh, being in a relationship should be cool. Love is just dope. It should be like that. But I feel like the uh, some people just do it for attention. Am I am I wrong on this? I mean, it's my opinion, but am I like? Do you understand where I'm coming from? No, I, I mean I agree. Like, I mean, for one, just for my little three years, I wouldn't. I don't <laughs> think people should be really running to the altar like that or courthouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Float your boat, like. I did premarital counseling and that was hard. So like, yeah. like those questions, you never think to ask yourself that when you're, you know, first starting out or taking your relationship to that level. But I think in terms of like, like settling, because you want, again, you want that soulmate or whoever just to be with somebody so bad, like mm-hmm. that, that doesn't fix it. That's like a band. And even like I said eat with, to make it even 10 times worse now you're placing these expectations on this other person to fulfill what that's unrealistic and I don't know that's why I think um, knowing who your soulmate is or whatever word that exists or your your, your I don't, I don't, I don't want to say companion I, I don't know I think of like a golden retriever <laughs> <Damn>. um, <laughs> we'll just say we'll just say the one that that one we'll call it that one and so you you know you you find that one but like i said that one may not that that one is not gonna fit whatever you can think of like this is gonna be what it is like you may some people may marry their soulmate some people might just have children with them mm-hmm. uh some people may just stay friends with them Your, that person may literally no longer be a part of your life not me <laughs> like y'all not cool right. like that no more so um i think in, in terms of that that's why i say i don't really marry thoughts or words or concepts because like this whole idea of being loyal i feel like people are loyal to you as long as you're doing something for them like loyalty has an expiration i'm gonna take another i'm gonna take another shot like 
<laughs> so there's like this concept of unconditional love now that is the kind of love I want and you're not going to get that from everybody and anybody some people may literally never come across it in their lifetime like no matter what you do that don't mean I'm going to agree with it or condone it but I'm going to love you and I'm going to be there for you and I'm always going to support you and and it's like that's shown all that is shown by action like they don't actually say that to you that's just like an observation like that is kind of what I want now I feel like that's what I have in my marriage and that's what I need I think I'm also blessed because on the other hand I do have people um you know that I can talk to and have that connection with but in terms of like wanting you know this person to feel this void or you know make you feel whole opposed to this person is actually making me become a better person mm, right I I do believe in uh, unconditional love, and it, it takes a lot. And I know you mentioned counseling. Um, I've I've done counseling before, and that shit is a reality check. Um, that that really like it was like I've been to therapy for other things as far as just within myself, but just almost like a therapy session or like a session with someone else and having to Mm -hmm. literally be vulnerable and i you know that Mm. that took a lot for me because i i don't like to be showing my you know i'm already a cancer so they think i'm always in my feelings so (laughs) (laughs) so i didn't want to really show my feel i wanted to be the tough guy but i really had to let go and just say how i felt and um it it was relieving It, it was like a burden lift off my chest like i i don't and i wasn't saying this to be disrespectful like hey i cannot take this anymore this is bothering me this is this and that please you know and it just almost like a beg for help like (laughs) help us help us get through this you know and i think that even if the relationship didn't last or if it did last it makes you a better person by just seeking the right the right Mm -hmm. tools because when we enter relationships when we enter love we don't know everything like even like i can look at my granddad and grandma they were married before my he passed in 2018 they were married for i mean it's hard to imagine like 70 years (laughs) 70 72 years Mm. and so they was born since the night they was married since the uh 1940s and you know they seen so much stuff but i noticed even in their relationship with my granddad getting sick my grandmother having to adjust her and learning my granddad because Mm -hmm. he was a different person he had dementia he was all that so Mm. you know you you it that is unconditional love bro like that's (laughs) what i want i don't want a damn soulmate i mean (laughs) <laughs> like it, it's cool if that, but I'm I'm good. Like I don't want nobody that's oh, I'm loyal. I ride for you. I'm down for you. No, I don't even want you to ride for me. I just want to know that whatever happens, you're gonna be yeah. There. Like I don't, I don't know. Like that's mm. what that is. Might, you like, know. Like I said, you ended up having to like, like you said, be yeah. vulnerable. Like you gotta grow. You gotta show all. Like you can't just show, like you know, your right, flaws. Right. Like you gotta go. You gotta go deep. And, and be willing to just put it all out there right I um and my my grandfather when him and my grandmother were um when they had 
I guess you want to say when I had my mom, that was, my mom was the youngest, and their relationship changed because now their kids are having kids. So it's just it's always mm. it's always adjustments. It's always like things don't just stay the same. You got to be able to adapt to whatever's going on in life, whether you old, young. And I um I remember man by the hour. <laughs> so let me tell you something that I don't think I ever told you. Uh, so I went. So shout out to uh, your daughter Journey. Shout out to her birthday coming up in a few months. Hey, hey. <laughs> and Journey I went. I was, when I went to your baby shower, uh, your dad had came up to me, and your dad could like I don't know. Oh God! Yeah, right. <laughs> so your pops came up to me. We were just talking, and he was act. I don't know why he could just read it on my face, but he was reading that I wasn't really too excited, or I was just. Cause I was, you know, I had Brayden. I was up next, so I'm just looking like, oh shit, okay, mm. uh, we about to be, we about to be the one <laughs> coming up. So, um, you know, you had your baby showers. It was nice, and your dad came up to me. We just talking. And he just started talking to me about relationships, and he was just telling me about um, situations where he he thought about this and thought about that. But he was like, you you don't want to be alone and old. You don't want to die by yourself. Mm. And I was like, Dang, Jazz Dad <laughs> over here preaching to me. He must be reading my mind. He must, he must see the distraught or something I was going through in my face. I never shared that conversation with anybody. Just it always stuck to me. So when I make decisions when it comes to relationships or whatnot, I had that in my head. Like, yo, you you want to make sure that you can grow old with this person. That you can literally like. If I feel like if I'm if I'm down and out, you gonna wipe my ass. <laughs> Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I mean, if if not, you know, a partner, partner, like a, you know, a girlfriend or your wife or whatever, like even just having a friend yeah. like that is a win. Like just having that person. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I never knew. I never knew my dad. Yeah. Yeah. You never told me. Yeah. That. He, t- he was speaking. <laughs> so he was giving me some gems, man. I think I don't. I don't know if uh, he was telling me he wasn't feeling well one day and I think your mom was there for him or something like that and he was just telling me about that and I was like damn and it's crazy too because you know at one point in time our parents lived across the street from one another <laughs> so mm-hmm. my mom always asked about you and them how everything going she lives on with my grandma now so she lives on kids and uh, so she now you know still asks me how you doing and stuff and uh, ask me how your daughter and everything going on. My mom knows me, so shout out to my mom. Happy birthday to her. Her <laughs> birthday was Sunday. Shout out to her. Ooh-hoo. She couldn't do nothing but quarantine and oh, chill. She had her birthday, yeah. Oh, this. Hey, this Dang. shit better be gone by July twelfth. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> this shit better be gone. I want all this shit to disappear. I'm only laughing because my birthday's in October. So oh, your shit. Oh, if it's messed up by then, man, I'm just gone. I just, I give up. Man. Fuck that. <laughs> Go on and kick the bucket. Man, I'm good. So we got ten minutes left for the podcast, and I just wanted to also touch this. Um, I always catch my. I don't catch you guys off guard, but I with a question. But I just like to get your genuine answer. Um, do you believe in love at first sight? Is, is there such thing as love? <laughs> love is, is that just a uh, like a cliche? I don't know. 
I wear glasses, so probably not. Oh, well, I wear glasses too. <laughs> yeah, I think when I think love and first sight again always lead back to you. And you when you truly love yourself, which you're gonna learn how to love yourself every mm-hmm. day or I don't know, some some people every second. Um, I think again, someone will be able to identify that in you. Right. Um, and so it's not really them that you see and then you fall in love. It's really just um, them seeing you love yourself at first sight or their first sight of you seeing yourself. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, a little bit. I caught on. I get what you're saying. So <laughs> let me ask you this. Can you... How can I explain this? Can you be in love? Can you... Say you with somebody. You've been together seven, eight years. You guys been together. Is it wrong for that person? Like, say I'm okay. Me, for example, say by the seventh year, if I felt like okay, I'm in love with her, is that wrong for me? Even though I did tell her I love her, but the seventh, eighth year, I really knew that I was in love with her. Is that messed up, or is that just something that you have to deal personally? Because I feel like if I was the like, if I have ever was going through that or something and i say that i'm a cancer so i fall in love easily so don't have to worry about me but in general like you just wait well i'm a scorpio (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) right that's all i'm gonna say about that so is it can you you know is it i don't know i I just don't know how to explain it can you like you in a relationship can you fall in love with someone even you know further along in a relationship you might have told each other, I love you, I love you. But you really, you just saying it because you, yeah. you really love this person, but you in love with them like you do anything for them unconditionally. Does it, is it, you know, okay to do that in the, yeah. in later it's, on? Well, there's, there's, there's different types of, there's different types of love. Um, I feel like I should know all of the Greek words, but there's like agape love, which I think is like the unconditional love I was talking about, like the, the love you get from God. Um, and then uh, there's like uh, uh, there's like a bunch of different mm-hmm. loves, okay? It's in, in the Greek, different types of love. I can't think of all the names. Um, and so yeah, over time that love evolves into something else, or sometimes it ends. Like sometimes that was just the you know the the lifeline of, of that particular type of love for you, based on you know where you mm-hmm. are in your life. Again, that's why I said it always kind of circles back to self. Of, and I had to sound like self-love but like <laughs> really being able to love yourself um, is really putting yourself in a position to have healthy relationships in general not just with partners you have healthy relationships with your kids you have healthy relationships with your neighbors and you know co-workers and so on and so forth because you won't have all of this stuff built up inside of you and you're subconsciously you know, treating other people certain ways, but, and you, and then you think it's something they did, but you really just ain't, you know, dealt with something from your childhood. So, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, people learn at different levels, and people love at different okay. levels. Okay, I agree. I just thought about that. I had a friend um, that was telling me that they're married now, and he was telling me that they, it took a while for them to fall in love with the person they with now they like they they were in love like they loved them you know for the sake of i've known you i got love for you but they really fell in love with them once they uh start doing more things in their relationship they start uh being open and vulnerable with each other um even telling like things that were like secrets amongst themselves they still like 
was able to share mm-hmm. that. Um, I always ask my guests because everybody was debating about this. Um, about the wings, man. How, how you like your wings, Jazz? Do you like <laughs> you like them flash? You like oh, them drums? Man. What flavor? With dipping sauce? What, what you want? Well, I'll just say first off, for the record, you know, since the grocery stores are like you know, apocalypse. We've just been eating chicken because that's the only thing that's left. So I'm like really tired of chicken right now. Like I literally had chicken for dinner tonight. Um, But I'm a sauce person. So I definitely like honey barbecue. Um, But I'm on this spicy Asian sauce right now, yo. It is so good because it's sweet and it's spicy and it's like syrupy. It's kind of like the Louisiana honey chicken that they have. Oh yeah, okay. But it's it's just more it's just more tangy. So I mean, I'm all about the sauce. Um, so it don't matter if it's so yeah, barbecue. Or do it do it hmm. matter if you get a bunch of drums? Are you upset? I'm a drumstick person, but I feel bad about saying that because when you think about how many chickens you have to kill <laughs> just for a bag. Oh my god. <laughs> Like you think about it, because chickens only got two, you know, two legs. So I'ma eat more than two drumsticks. I feel bad about. It. I'm, I didn't eat a bird and a half of of, of legs. So, Man, yeah, I don't know. drums are flats. I'm eating that shit. I was told that I I eat because I told someone I ate boneless wings. They said, well, you, did, you eat chicken nuggets? And I'm like, chicken nuggets? Oh. I said, what you talking about? They're like, that's, that's boneless. Yeah, boneless, boneless wings is not. That's like, that's for kids. Man. Man. My that's childish not. ass loves some boneless wings too. I eat all that shit, man. Give me, if you don't want your drums, <laughs> give me your drums. You don't want your flats, give me your flats. I eat. I, um, I'm starting to like, honey barbecue and as far as the louisiana um that honey you were talking about when i went to louisiana last year um just being able to eat the stun <laughs> i went to mardi gras great time uh it... dang you the shit cute <laughs> i hope somebody at home is saying that but uh <laughs> boost my ego you're right ego. boost my ego but no, I, I had like more of like spicy wings and Cajun and everything. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I really like those because you yeah. got to pick one. I pick mild or just naked or plain, but just experiment. And I, and I like honey barbecue. I used to really didn't eat honey barbecue to that nature, but uh, being out there, they, they really do a lot of good work with those wings. But um, I had to ask you that question because I hear this every week about the wings. So. I'm going to ask every guest that come on the show how you like your wings. Because I'm trying to prove to people that <laughs> pretty much gave me hate mail. I said, well, cute, man. Uh, them wings, bro. You got to have it like this. All I got to say is anybody that like lemon pepper on their wings, I probably, I probably oh, can't man, be friends I... with that person. Like, if, if that's their first choice, um, yeah, we're probably not friends. I'm sorry. Man, yeah, like <laughs> 20 viewers that just fell off now. So, <laughs> but, but I'm sorry. you know, Keep some people put the lemon pepper on the wings and the fries on some real ghetto ass shit. Oh, nah. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> I, no. They probably put hot Cheetos in their sandwich. They probably do. 
I, but I've had a lemon pepper. It's not bad, but it's just kind of overrated. And I felt like, I don't know, it just felt real salty to me. I was just like, man. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, shit. I'm about to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Young Jeezy said he trying to watch the sodium, like for <laughs> real. It, it had its time though. I ain't gonna lie, it had its time. It was a thing, you know. You couldn't leave the chicken wing spot until you, hey, that put that extra lemon pepper. It was cool, but like now, like yeah. niggas trying to be healthy. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I got my trivia, and again, I think you might get it, but. We, we can't have you winning everything right now so sorry but um, damn <laughs> and you're my subject <laughs> so then I got right now I got a, a $15 cash prize and what I do is I usually cash app the person that they DM me on the uh, happy hour with you podcast uh, page on Instagram or on Twitter uh, if they they know my number they text me or email me whatever I give them they give me their cash app and I supply them the money so what the trivia is i'm not gonna get too many hints i'm just gonna keep it plain and simple um this cartoon black animated cartoon will debut in august of 2005 if you can guess it if you're the first person to guess it you get 15 if you're the second person you get ten dollars so again this black animated cartoon debuted august 2005 that's all I'm gonna say that's all I'm gonna say about that I know people gonna be googling this shit it's cool I use google too to cheat on my homework so it's all good but Jazz I like to thank you for coming on the show today I wanna let everybody know that that you. you created the logo for my show and then you also <laughs> are creating the logo for a sports podcast i haven't started yet uh shout out to lamar i haven't started it yet because uh there's no fucking sports going on so we're trying to wait <laughs> really not shit to talk about this we talk about old memories there is there there's sports going on right uh, now yeah. <laughs> niggas is getting creative i've been watching people do that stupid dance Oh, I can't stand that dance. The video with your family. Uh, oh, which one is it? So many different challenges. It's getting bad. No, we just need to create new indoor league sports. Oh, my God. Yeah, I see a lot of people. I don't know if you've ever seen a contest where they're putting like a bunch of rubber bands on a gallon of milk. And it's like two people and they keep putting the ga- rubber band over the gallon and... Uh, you lose when you are the person that put the rubber band on the gallon of milk and it pops open. That just sounds like a big ass mess. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I won't be doing that challenge. But Jazz, would you like to uh, plug your page, your creative page, just so people need some logos, some social media help, and everything? Can you plug that for real quick? Absolutely. So again, my name is Jazlyn Anderson. Um, I'm the owner of um, Abstract Jazz Creative Services. Um, Abstract Jazz is also under the umbrella of Abstract Jazz, the artist um, and producer and all that other stuff. So um, I created this um, business, one, because I'm a creative person and I know that, you know, the creative process is like 
the easy part. Um, everything else as to marketing and printing and designing and things like that. So basically public relations, um, but mine is more specified on uh, upcoming companies or like um, black podcasts like the happy hour with Q. Um, <laughs> my goal is to assist those that are like helping themselves and just um, knocking out those those little parts that they can't do like sending email blasts and so I create logos I do copywriting um do digital flyers we also do prints um yeah we we basically just help your brand um we are closed this week um until next Tuesday we will reopen um we're doing some professional development so um just just give us some time to get some things um situated because we want to be able to you know accommodate people um during this blah blah time um but yeah i want to make sure that i can give the best services possible so if you are an entrepreneur um or if you're an artist and you need some digital work um or just some consultation because like i said i am an artist as well so i do a lot of my own stuff um and there are things i hire people for too so i get it um so yeah just hit me up i have instagram um, the Instagram is abjz underscore creative services, um, or you can follow me at abstract underscore jazz. That's a b s t r a c t underscore j a to the double z. <laughs> that was a mouthful. I wouldn't be able to, to plug my podcast <laughs> like that, but <laughs> not yet because you're gonna get some of our. Oh, appreciate it. But yeah, you, if you guys are looking to. <laughs> create a logo or you need some assistance with when it comes to like social media presence and you need to uh be able to create i don't know are you helpful in websites as well um i have resources for websites i don't really do websites um because those are like super long larger projects but um in the future that's definitely going to be one of our services but we're not there yet to do websites okay so you guys basically get off your ass if you're trying to get something started created <laughs> all my creators out there if you oh man i should start a podcast or i should do this man do that shit you got plenty of time right now so go ahead and hit up jazz she gave you the plus definitely come out and show some love um thank you again jazz for coming on uh, we gotta have you we gotta have you back on um i know you don't like to hear oh when well, you gonna drop some music i ain't gonna i ain't gonna pressure you because i know you're an artist <laughs> you, you lyric, to me you like literally like people i got people that can you know actually rap but like i enjoy your music like some people they're okay you know but i <laughs> i'm just saying like i'm be honest it's happy well, sure. with you podcast i'll be honest and i enjoy your music so whenever you get some um like a project you want to promote or anything like that you always can come on here we can play your music in the background as i talk and everything so i'm just gonna let you know that for sure again Thank again you. let me plug my shit let me boost my ego real quick uh you can follow me on spotify happy hour with you podcast please subscribe also on the anchor app again i've been saying this this is the seventh episode and i've been saying this i guess the coronavirus and not allow me to be on apple i don't know what's going on but soon to be on apple music but you can catch me on spotify anchor twitter happy hour q instagram happy hour q podcast as well and thank you guys for joining all right jazz i'll holler at you